Um, hello, yeah, my name's Mike. Mm. I've, got, uh, I've got my Britney mic. Um, I've got my Westlife stool because I have a tendency to wander and to save your motion sickness if I sit down. Um, someone can have their phone back. There you go. Um, if I sit down, I won't wander around so much. Um, so, as I said, Leah, my name's Mike. Uh, hello. Now, um, I've been asked to talk to you about Christmas. I was going to wear a lovely Christmas jumper, but it's very warm in here, and I fear I might die um, if, if I continue to wear it. Um, so, so you don't get the Christmas jumper. But um, it's, it's lovely. Nigel, uh, Will, you've got it there, haven't you? Yeah. Um, yeah, it's great. Christmas jumper. Great. Um, so, Christmas. I've been asked to talk to you about Christmas, the time of year where people traditionally, you know, wear Christmas jumpers, have lovely food, you know, gingerbread, panettone, they get those lovely foods, they squeeze them down into weird-tasting lattes, and all kinds of stuff. Like, you've got to love Christmas, you know. You take those, um, take those things. I, I've not actually had a panettone latte. I'm sure it's lovely. Uh, but I think we're all... Oh, well, it's gone. Um, I think we're all really waiting for the one true Christmas latte. (laughs) Don't try and tell me that you wouldn't be all over a turkey latte, okay? And if anyone here is from Starbucks, uh, talk to me afterwards. We can chat royalties and things. Um, I've got a great idea, actually, as well, for a a Sprouticino, which would be mm, lovely. Um, But no, but seriously, back to the point, Christmas. Um, Or rather, the meaning of Christmas. Christmas. when I was asked to talk about the, the meaning of Christmas, um, I did what any self-respecting person would do. Um, I, I googled it. Um, and, and actually, it was quite helpful. I, I learnt, and apologies, it's a little bit um, white up there, but uh, I learnt that Christmas is the annual Christian festival celebrating Christ's birth, hope you're making notes, um, held on the 25th of December in the Western Church. There we go. Um, So that's the sermon done. Uh, If the band want to come back up, we can do prayer at the front. Um, I'm just kidding. Uh, Because there's more, actually. Google had more. Um, Hard to believe. Okay, Because they actually told me how to use it in a sentence as well. That was really helpful. Because I didn't know before this how to use it in a sentence. Um, Although, whoever writes these things... um, Clearly, I would say they have a little axe to grind um, when it comes to the festive season because the example, the sentence they used to show how you would um, say the word Christmas in a sentence was, um, I'll read it in case you can't see, he was a vehement Sabbatarian and iconoclast, and I'm not making this up, you can check this yourself, um, who denounced the observance of Christmas. Well, there we go. Um, Now, this really only helped to raise more questions than it provided answers there, particularly as I had to look up what vehement Sabbatarian and iconoclast meant. Um, So I scrapped that whole idea of using Google. Um, And I went a bit more traditional with my uh, sources. And I'm going to to tell you what they are now. Um, Because if any of what I talk about tonight that's not turkey lattes inspires you to, to read up on this more, I figured tell you where I've got uh, some of these ideas from. So obviously, kind of firstly, um, I looked at the thing. Is it working? See, look at that, Pete. You thought you could walk away. You thought you could walk away. You can't. Um, (laughs) You're stuck there. Um, So yes, obviously, 
the Bible. I use that quite quite extensively. Um, you know, that's always a good read if you're interested. Um, I I also stole some parts from. Is that? Ah, oh, there we go. Stole some parts from a, a book called Hidden Christmas um, by Timothy Keller, who is an American pastor and apparently New York Times best-selling author. Well, there you go. Um, and I used some other books to kind of help me with some kind of historical facts, some contextualization. Um, but you know, if you're interested in any of those or want to read a bit further into it, then do chat to me afterwards, and I can point you in some directions. Um, and then finally, I I thought about it i i used my mind and i prayed and you know this is my spin on things and i'm really hoping that you know um through that um god will speak to you and you'll get something out of tonight um but anyway the meaning of christmas is drum roll please gifts i'm not joking that's not a joke that's serious i bet you didn't think i was going to say that and actually i didn't think i was going to say that um, when I started writing this. I remember actually fairly recently I saw an advert on TV um, for a well-known technology company. I'm not going to say which one it is um, because I don't want to badmouth them. Uh, but uh, it's a well-known technology company. And uh, a line from it just really kind of riled me. It was, um, look, an LG OLED 4K ready TV with perfect black and color with Dolby Atmos 360 degree sound. It's what Christmas is all about. And that was it. I was livid. I was penning a strongly worded letter to that anonymous technology company um, because I was, that is not what Christmas is all about. But then I, I chilled out. I had one of my own homemade turkey lattes, um, which is still a bit lumpy. I'm still working on that. But, um, but then I, I moved on. Um, because whilst Christmas isn't all about Oleg 4K TVs, it just feels like they're picking random numbers and letters now for these things. I don't know. Um, it is about gifts. Okay? Or rather, it's about one gift. Okay, and this evening I want to look at three things um, that you probably ask yourself in your head uh, whenever you receive a gift. And those three questions are, well, why am I getting this gift? Um, Oh, what is it? And thirdly, and quite often with a lot of obscure Christmas presents, how do I use it? Um, So firstly, the why. Why? Why why are any gifts being given at Christmas? Um, And specifically, the gift that is going to be the meaning of Christmas. Why is it given? Well, there's a bit in the Bible uh, that I want to look at. Uh, A book eponymously called John, written by John, who describes this really nicely. John was one of Jesus' apostles. Um, That's him right there. Um, That's a photo taken from the time. and the apostles were 12 people who were, were the closest to Jesus. They went round with him. They did um, lots of stuff with him. Occasionally had supper with him. Um, you know, um, and he was, he was right there. Now, this evening, when I show bits from the Bible, feel free to kind of follow on your app or if you have a paper Bible. I think they still make those somewhere. I don't know. Um, but, you know, follow in whatever way you like. Um, if you want to just let it wash over you, um, key bits are going to be on the screen. So the bit I'm going to be reading is from a book called John, which is about four-fifths-ish of the way through the Bible. Um, 
uh, and it's chapter 3, verse 16, spilling over a bit into verse 17. And John writes, uh, For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only Son, um, that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. For God did not send his Son into the world to condemn the world, but to save the world through him. But why? Why is God giving his son, Jesus? Um, You know, this passage is kind of making a couple of assumptions, actually. One, it's making the assumption that we are going to perish, we are going to die. You know, I've I've seen those immortal jellyfish on Blue Planet. Immortality is possible. um, But no, okay, fair enough. We we are going to do that. Okay, that's inevitable. Um, And the second thing that it's assuming is that the world needs saving. Um, and it kind of does, doesn't it? You know, it's not, a, it's not a great place a lot of the time. I was looking through my news feed earlier. You know, this is just off the top of the... This is BBC, most popular stories at the moment. UK embassy worker found dead in Lebanon. Six people dead in horrific crash. Um, PCs critical after being hit by a Maserati. Billionaire family attack death reports. Joe McFadden, child star to dance champ- champion. You know, dark stuff, dark times, all of those stories. Um, but seriously, war, poverty, cruelty, torture, oppression. These are all things that we have, as a species have inflicted on ourselves. You know, through ignorance or evil or a combination of the two, there is a darkness in the world. Uh, the tension in, at Christmas is that you know, whilst we're celebrating and we're putting out lights and singing songs like the, the first song we sang today, you know, Hark the Herald Angels Sing, and that's complete coincidence because I, I didn't know they were going to sing this, but you know, there's a line in that that says, light and life to all he brings. And the thing is, though, if you're going to give a light to someone, actually it's only useful if there's some darkness there to get rid of. Um, so, so why give a gift at Christmas? Well, especially the gift of light. Well, because it's dark. This is a, it's a dark place we live in. Um, so, but what kind of light? You know, we're saying, well, okay, great. God's giving a light. He's giving his son. But, but what actually does that mean? Um, well, a, a guy called Isaiah wrote something about 700 years before Jesus was born. Okay, this is a little profile of Isaiah. There, you can have a little read through that. Interestingly, I found this picture. So manga do like a Bible, you may or may not be aware of that. And they do these little kind of uh, slides of Bible characters, which does slightly look like um, a load of Pokemon cards. Um, Personally, I would love to see a fight between Samson and Pikachu. I think that would be amazing. Um, But I digress. Um, Isaiah... You can see that he was a prophet. He was a professional writer as well. He wrote a biography for a king. Um, and being a prophet meant that he would um, listen to what God would say to him, uh, particularly about the future. And he would write that stuff down and he would tell it to people. Um, and he, he had some prophecies and he wrote those in the book of Isaiah. Um, he wrote that um, the kingdom where he lived um, in Jerusalem uh, would be attacked first by the Assyrians. And that happened like a... Um, 
after he wrote that down. And he wrote down that the Babylonians would attack and, and take over Jerusalem. And that happened like 150 years after he, he wrote that. Um, they were a kingdom from the east. And he wrote that that would uh, be coming as punishment. Because actually Jerusalem was, was turning away from God. They, they were very unjust. They were very rebellious at that point in time. And you know, God told them, look, these things are going to happen. Um, but he also gave a message of hope. He, he told, um, <coughs> God gave Isaiah, a message about a light that was going to come. Um, the gift to the world, okay, because it was such a dark place. And so Isaiah wrote about this in chapter 9. Um, verse, we're going to start at verse 2 um, of Isaiah. He wrote that the people walking in darkness have seen a great light. On those living in the land of deep darkness, a light has dawned. Um, and because there was a lot of war and and things at the time. He goes on to say from verse 5 onwards, every warrior's boot used in battle, every garment rolled in blood will be destined for burning, will be fuel for the fire. You won't need them anymore. Um, For to us a child is born, to us a son is given, and the government will be on his shoulders, and he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace, Of the greatness of his government and peace, there will be no end. You know, what you give someone as a gift says a lot about what that person, or or about what you think about that person. And I'm sorry, if you've bought someone a pair of socks for Christmas, you know, that's that's going to reveal more than you realize. Um, And it's true. um, To give you a little story, one year my wife... Susie and I were kind of walking around the shops near Christmas time, and she just uh, finished making a cake for something or other, and it was a lemon cake. And she kind of lamented at the time about how actually the kitchen really needed a lemon squeezer. Um, and so I, with my thinking hat on, sneaked away during you know part of our shopping trip and secretly bought a lemon squeezer. And I was like, this is going to be the perfect Christmas present. Um, uh, thankfully... She realized what I had done and just, just very kindly said, just, Mike, I'm not saying that you've, you've done anything, but um, I wasn't saying that I want a lemon squeezer for Christmas. And I'm not saying that a lemon squeezer is an appropriate gift for Christmas. And she was right. She means more to me than a lemon squeezer. Maybe a hundred lemon squeezers, though. Let me make a note. hundred lemon squeezers for her birthday. Just hundred lemon squeezes so yes i'll I'll do that later on but you you know um god god gives something to that really shows what we mean to him um he gives a wonderful counselor you know ask and he will meet you jesus will be with you he will grieve with you he'll work with you he will advise you he will console you he is mighty god enough said he is god you know, he can do anything, and he's for us. You know, he is everlasting father. You know, I, we all have dads. Some of them are great. Some of them aren't. You know, but regardless, you know, one day they're going to die, but God never will, and his love is greater than the best dad in the world. That, like, I'm sure he's got a number one best dad mug somewhere, and it's true. It's actually true for him. Um, and he's Prince of Peace. I think we could all do with that. You know, I think the world could do with that, particularly now. It doesn't feel like a very peaceful place at times. Um, Jesus brings that 
peace. I know when I was a teenager, um, you know, silly example, but I used to get really angry with insignificant things. Um, one time I was playing Risk. You know the game Risk? And some of you will be like, yeah, I totally get angry every time I play Risk. But, um, but like, everyone had formed an alliance against me. I was like stuck in that little Australasia bit. And they were just like pounding me from the... I was just, I was just getting so annoyed that I just threw pieces across the room and stormed off. Um, and that, just, that was something that kind of happened regularly. I used to get really just cross about daft things. And some of you are thinking, yeah, that's fine, Mike. Just like risk. There's no... All bets are off during risk. But no, actually, like that, that anger came from something else. It came from insecurity, not knowing what I was meant to be doing with my life and all these other things. But when I found Jesus when I was, I was kind of 19 years old, you know, over time, actually... Jesus kind of moved in my life and brought in tremendous peace in a lot of areas, you know, and although I still have to watch my competitiveness at times. Um, but that's the kind of gift God gives. That's how much we mean to him. Um, so the last thing with the Christmas present um, questions that we're asking ourselves is, well, how do we use this? Okay, so we know why. The, the world is a dark place, so we're being given a light. Um, we know what that light is in in terms of Jesus. But how do we use this? Well, the great thing is, if we look back at that bit from from John, um, the last bit of that says that Jesus has come to save the world through him. See, that's through him, not through us. This takes the pressure off a bit. Um, Typically, this is called the gospel, you know, which translates as good news. You know, this is, and this is good news. This is good news. You know, um, and an important thing to realize here um, is that the gospel is good news, not good, oh, not good advice. Okay, and there's a subtle difference here between the two because I think a lot of people think that oh, the Bible just has got loads of really good advice in it. And actually, it does. You know, there's loads of great tips there on how you live your life, but it's not the point of it. The point of it is this good news. And to, to give you the distinction between the two, um, a news report. Uh, or news, is a report about something that has happened. Okay? Advice urges you to do something to make something happen. Yeah? If I use another analogy, um, don't feed your mogwais after midnight. That's just good advice. Okay? Don't do that. But you have to do something. But if I say, it's okay, we've taken all the mogwais and we fired them into the sun... That's good news. Great. I don't have to do anything. You know, or if I get attacked by a shark on the street, you just punch it on the nose. That's how you deal. That's good advice. Right? But if I say, well, actually, don't worry. I'm not going to get attacked by a shark on the street because land sharks aren't a real thing. They can't get you on the street. That's fine. That's good news. I don't have to do anything. You know? Good news doesn't require you to do anything. It just requires a response. You know, good advice requires you to put the effort in to make something happen, make something change. And what we're saying here with this is actually, this has already been done. This has happened. And you're being invited to respond to it. You know, that is the good news of the gospel. That is the good news of this gift. Okay, so that's what Christmas is about. Okay. Excuse me. So we looked at three questions at the start of this. A why, 
because actually the world is pretty dark. Sometimes we can find ourselves in pretty dark places. The what? Wonderful counsellor, mighty God, everlasting Father, Prince of Peace, eternal life. That's the gift that we're being given. And then how do we use it? Well, you just respond. There's no, there's no action required. The batteries are included. Um, you know, we just have to respond to what has already happened. Um, you know, I said at the start that Christmas was all about gifts. And it is. Well, one gift. But um, imagine a birthday that caused wide world celebration. Imagine it's your birthday, okay? And everyone was so elated that you were born. That not only did they get you presents, but they got everybody else presents because it was just so blooming amazing that you had come to earth. You know, that's why we give presents at Christmas. Because literally, it's just the best thing ever that Jesus was born. And so we, you know, we just shower everybody with gifts. Okay, okay. So, um, you know, imagine that was you and you'll get a really big ego. Um, but, you know, that's what it means. That's why we give gifts at Christmas. Because God gave the best gift first. One gift. For you. And that's uh, the meaning of Christmas. Now, for you tonight, you might be in a place where this is actually good news for you. And if that is you, if this is the first time you're hearing this, or if you're hearing this in a new way for the first time, and it's making you realize that you want to accept and receive that gift, then we would love to pray for you. And in a bit, there's going to be some people here at the front. If, you're feeling, if you feel comfortable with that, come to the front and ask someone to pray with you about that. If that f- feels like crazy scary, find someone near you who doesn't look too weird and ask them. If they do look too weird, ask them anyway to pray for you. Okay, And, and just see what God does. Because God is really, really ready to give you that gift. Um, If you think, well, that's an interesting idea. I'd like to know more about this. I'm going to say what Will said at the start. And have you just turned off my thing? (laughs) Pete, what have we talked about? (laughs) Um, And just reiterate that invite to to the Alpha launch party. And you can find out more about this and discuss it more and have more of a a dialogue than what tonight is a monologue. Um, And if you've come tonight with something which has nothing to do with this whatsoever and you would like some prayer for something, then please do come to the front. Um, And so what I want to do is to finish up with is to have everyone stand, if that's okay, if you can can bring yourselves to do that. And I just want to invite God now. And then if you feel called to come to the front, uh, for prayer for anything, then please come forward.